morning and welcome back to Human Design for Parents and Kids. This is your host, Sasha the Catalyst, and I have been pretty radio silent for the last month since October 7th, and um, I've mostly been in mourning. I'm really just heartsick about everything that's going on, but today I thought I would emerge from my cave and my hermitness. I'm a 6'2 mental projector, so I've been hermiting and holding the the trauma of the collective and doing my projectorish work in the background and I'm here to emerge from my cave for a little bit to talk today about the um, how to ride the waves of the emotional solar plexus and <laughs> before you even get started criticizing me I just want to tell you that I am fully aware that I have a completely open solar plexus and what that means to you is that um, if you're not familiar with the term open, it's slightly different than undefined. Undefined means that the the gate is, or that the center itself is white, but that there are gates inside that center that are activated. And in my chart, the solar plexus is completely open, which means there are no defined gates at all. Now, Ra used to teach that a completely open center is the source of the greatest amount of conditioning and deconditioning work that a person will need to do in their lifetime. And lucky for you, I spent 12 years in, uh, in a counseling position. And um, I during that time, I had enough like personal distance between the emotions of the, the clients I was working with and my own emotional um, environment that I was able to learn a vast amount of wisdom about the center from that 12 years of experience. Now, just so you know, 50% of the world has a defined solar plexus. If it's defined, it'll be colored in. It's the right triangle, um, the sorry, the triangle on the right side of the body graph. And it's usually colored brown in most um, body graphs. And uh, so 50% of the world have it defined and 50% of the world have it either open or undefined. And so what that means is that the solar plexus of 50% of the world that's defined creates emotional waves in the collective, in the environment that we're in, in our homes, in our workplaces, and that the rest of us with an undefined or open solar plexus need to learn basically how to sail. So come sail with me today. We're going to talk about the different waves of the solar plexus. Um, the first, so <clears throat> first of all, I want to say that emotions are not a problem. Emotions are basically, there's a, a, a good way to remember it is that emotions are energy and motion. They come in waves. They are not tr the truth, but they feel very true to the person experiencing them. So usually they say that, um, well, what I learned in psychology is that emotions and belief systems and actions are like a, the three um, angles of a triangle. And that if you move your actions, you tend to feel differently. If you change your beliefs or your thinking, you tend to feel differently. And that they're all interrelated on the inside. But the emotions are basically a byproduct of our actions and our belief system. And for, for people with a defined solar plexus, our emotions can also be based on our stress levels in our body and how tired we are. I, um, two of my kids that have a, well, three of my children have a defined solar plexus and my husband does as well. And they literally can almost feel like a general malaise or sadness if they're just overtired. So 
Um, so there's a real intimate relationship between the health of the body because the solar plexus is connected to the sacral center and the root center and by default also the spleen. There's a real relationship, a balancing act between the spleen and the health and the well-being and the solar plexus and our emotional well-being. And I think most modern psychologists would say that there's quite a bit you can do in terms of sleep patterns and drinking water and eating well that will help you with mental health, your mental health issues and reduce your stress. So, um, so I, I'm not saying anything that's too out of line here, but the intimacy between the body and the solar plexus is very great. We, we really underestimate the power of the solar plexus to help us feel ill, like if sometimes you're worried and you get a tummy ache, but we also underestimate the power of the body to, make, to cause a wave of emotions. So, um, again, if you're experiencing a big wave or one of your children is experiencing a big wave, the first checkpoint is always to see if their physical needs are being met. Are they tired? Are they hungry? Are they lonely? <laughs> I mean, loneliness is a feeling, yes, but if they're not feeling connected or heard, that can also spark a wave. Um, and then, you know, stress. Is there any stress that they're going through that they feel really powerless over? Um, because the solar plexus is also the, the seat, it's connected to quite a bit of tribal energy, and the tribal energy is all about personal empowerment. So if a, if a person with a defined solar plexus is feeling disempowered, it will create, it will start off a wave of emotion, a big wave of emotion. Okay, so the first channel I want to talk about is channel 59.6, which connects gate 59, the gate of sexuality, with the gate 6, the gate of conflict. And so this can be a source of a lot of friction um, for the person with the source wave. I call it the source wave. It's the channel 59.6, um, which is known in traditional human design as the channel of reproduction. Um, this particular wave reminds me, so we're going to compare all of these waves to the different types of waves in, an, in the ocean. This wave um, tends to tick up and tick down uh, similar to the tides. It's a pretty consistent um, back and forth, like the tide comes in, the tide goes out, the tide comes in, the tide goes out. It is a is very relational and very intimate because again, it's it's um, the 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 themes of the gate have to do with interpersonal conflict and um, sexuality. So uh, you know, and friction in sexuality doesn't necessarily isn't always a bad thing. Um, in some relationships, like my, I have a healthy relationship with my husband, the friction sometimes just feels like tension, you know, when we have, haven't been on a date in a while. So anyway, um, the next channels I want to talk about are channel 2213, um, which connects the gate of grace to the gate. I'm sorry, did I have that wrong? 2212, excuse me. Oh my goodness, it says 2213 on my notes. It's 2212, the gate of caution connecting to, uh, on the throat to the gate of crisis connected to on the solar plexus. Um, so anytime you have a gate, and this is in the individual circuitry, anytime you have a gate connecting the solar plexus to the throat, this is for this person, for children with this channel, it's going to be real important that they are able to talk about how they're feeling. Um, especially if that is defined in, with a black line rather than a red line. They will have a lot of, of, of awareness about what they're feeling and they will need to be given open spaces and time to be able to talk through what they're feeling because of that direct connection. This is also true for the 3656, but that is a collective 
um, channel, so I'm going to wait and talk about that in just a little bit. But this gate, uh, the, 20, the 1222 is called the Channel of Openness, and it's an individual gate. This channel tends to come with, um, honestly, comes with some feelings of being an individual, even in a group, even in like a small group, like a family or a tribe. Um, because of that individual energy, the, that person will need a lot of reassurance that they belong and that they are included and that they have something in common with the group. Um, my youngest child is the only one in our family with this channel, and he often feels that people don't love him as much as he loves them back. But he's also a projector, so there's a lot of different ways to explain why that's happening. But for him... Um, and then my other son has the channel 3955, which is the other individual channel in this um, individual circuitry or in the solar plexus. The 5539 is called, uh, the 55 is the gate of spirit and the 39 is the gate of provocation. So a lot of times this channel, people, children with this channel are trying to invoke a reaction out of people, are trying to get you to feel something with them. I have two children actually with the, the 5539 and um, they, because my solar plexus is completely open, I, and I have developed the wisdom to not react to every provocation that they bring me, they sometimes accuse me of not having feelings or not having compassion. And this is one of the shadows of this channel. Um, and the reason they're perturbed by that is because they feel alive when they're feeling something. Like this, the gate of gate 55 is the gate of spirit. So that's a gate of like intense passion. So sometimes when they come to me to tell me their big feeling about something they're super passionate about and they don't think that I am reacting with enough matched enthusiasm or passion, they they tell themselves, because again, this is an individual channel, so they start to break off from the family, the group, and become the individual, and they go, oh, well, she just doesn't care about this as much as I do, or she doesn't feel anything about this because she's cold and heartless, <laughs> which is absolutely not true, but I am not... Um, experiencing the wave. Um, so again, just to remind you from our, and when it's a defined center, it acts like a radio signal, right? So it's transmitting that energy out. And when we have an undefined or open center, we're like the radio receiver in our car. So I can choose to turn the volume down whenever I want. I can choose to turn the volume all the way off if I want to. And that doesn't mean I don't care. It means that I, if I leave my volume at 40 and what's coming through is at 100, like that I am amplifying the energy. And sometimes I try to contain the energy. Um, well, sometimes it's just dysregulating me. So I have to turn the volume down in order to cope and be present for my child. Other times it's, um, it's just really loud. And then it comes, you know, like a speaker, when it's too loud of a signal, it comes through really crackly and it's very hard to hear and talk through and make sense of it. If it's like crackling in your, in your energy, in your system. So, um, so anyway, to those of to those of my children that might be listening to this someday that think that I am cold and heartless and don't care, I just want you to know that I'm actually just turning the volume down in my car so that I can be present for you. And I'm sorry that that makes you feel like I don't care. Okay, so these are individual waves. They're very rapidly shifting waves. They are affected by audible sounds. I love um, both of these children in my household are very musical children. And so you can actually influence your mood 
with if you have the channel 5539 or the 2212, you can influence your mood by listening to music. So if you want to be melancholy, you can listen to some, you know, jazz or some blues. If you want to be a little more upbeat, I highly recommend 80s pop. Just saying. <laughs> and, you know, like if you're kind of in a like, I need to get some stuff done lately, I've been using, uh, don't judge me, but I've been actually listening to Iron Maiden to when I need to like really whip out a bunch of work um, because it just gives you kind of that edgy, um, rebellious, I'm, I'm going to just fight against this feeling of sadness and do it anyway, you know? So anyway, um, ironically, I've noticed that Iron Maiden is singing a lot about Native Americans. I never noticed that when I was a kid and first fell in love with them. So, okay, moving on. Um, so yeah, use, create some, if you're, if you have a child with the 2212 or the 3955, do yourself a favor and create a playlist um, to help inspire certain moods. If uh, we have a playlist to go on our way to a baseball game um, to help people get in our household get motivated to conquer, divide and conquer, right? So, okay, and then our last set of channels. Uh, oh, these ones, sorry. The individual waves are rapidly shifting and they're affected by audible sounds and they always come with an undercurrent of melancholy. So um, just watch for that because a lot of times we like to label melancholy as, you know, like depression and it's not necessarily, it's just, it's a real creative energy um, and I would encourage your children to use in lots of different artistic mediums um, like drawing, painting, coloring, finger painting if necessary, whatever they need to do to express some of those feelings through, um, through art, like music or anything anything that's artistic and that they're really that they like and let them let them express their sad feelings that, through there too if they're scared let them express that too the dark feelings the things that we socially kind of judge as bad feelings are not bad feelings at all they're part of their energetic makeup their energy in motion emotions are energy in motion and so if they don't have a, an appropriate way to move those negative feelings out of their body they'll end up getting pooled in there and I mean they don't get stuck but it starts to pool in there inside their body and inside their aura so definitely need to find some way to help them get that moved through them so that they can keep waving and uh, and the one thing you can count on with anyone with a defined solar plexus is that whatever they're feeling today will will be different in a day or two if we're just patient and give ourselves lots of grace and and wade through it. Sorry for the pun, <laughs> the the water pun. <laughs> okay, sorry, not sorry. All right. Um, the next two channels are the forty one thirty, which is these are both collective channels. So the forty one thirty connects the gate forty one on the root center, the gate of contraction, to the gate of third gate thirty on the solar plexus, the recognition of feelings, and then the other collective gate in the solar plexus or collective channel in the solar plexus collective wave is the 3656 um the 36 is the gate on the solar plexus called the gate of crisis and the 56 is the gate of stimulation so the 56 is actually like a storytelling gate <clears throat> and um that is the um i mean it's People that have this gate are great storytellers. And again, if they have the whole channel, they're actually really good at telling stories that evoke emotion and cause a flashpoint inside other people um, or an emotional crisis. But the crisis doesn't have to be a bad word. Again, a lot of times we use words 
and we start thinking, well, uh, that's bad, right? You know, because crisis, that's always bad. No, crisis sometimes gives us something to react to. It's like something um, that we need to do differently. So the 3556 is called the gate of tr the transitory or the channel of transitoriness. And it's an expressive emotional channel. Um, the, the gate 4130, or sorry, channel 4130 is the channel of fantasy and desire. Because that, again, is connecting the root center to the solar plexus. Now, the collective waves tend to have a steady buildup followed by a spike down or crash. And their moods are often related to unmet expectations. And usually those unmet expectations are, again, collective. So it may not even be about like their interpersonal relationship or, or something inside the family or the tribe. It could be about like they're stressed out about what their school is doing about the dress code policy or things that are bigger, like world problems, societal problems. These waves are very invisible, like the deep waves of the ocean, but then sometimes they cause a disruption on the surface. So when they reach land though, watch out, because if there's some, um, a, a tip to help children that have the 4130 or the 5636 is to teach them to plan the actions, not the outcomes. Teach them not to set an expectation at the end of their, um, at the end of their, their contribution. Um, for example, like on a team, they can just do their best and contribute to the team's success and not plan to win or plan to lose or plan to tie. Do you see the difference? Um, because that, that expectation then will cause a huge wave of, of disappointment and melancholy um, when the expectation goes unmet. So the last set of, of channels is two more tribal waves that are channel 1949, um, which connects gate 19, the gate of approach on the root center, to gate 49, the gate of revolution on the solar plexus. And then our other one is 3740. This one is the only gate of the solar plexus that is attached to the will center or the ego center. So it's gate 40 in the will center called the gate of aloneness connected to gate 37, the gate of family and friendship. These are both tribal waves. And what they have is a slow buildup over time. They kind of, I think of them kind of like a jack, um, you know, like they ratchet up, up, up based on, um, those interpersonal tribal relationships and then they kind of spill over and so this reminds me a little bit of um, of kind of a like a geyser you know the, again we're just relating this I don't know if you've ever been to the Pacific Northwest I haven't but I know that there's sections of the ocean that kind of come up through the rocks and then kind of explode on the beach, right? And so it, it takes both a high tide and a little bit more water and a little bit more pressure, and then psh, it kind of vents up through the surface. So that's a that's really kind of what these these two tribal waves are like, is that it kind of ratchets up. And one of the this the things this, the emotional skills we can teach children with this these two tribal waves is to um, try to be proactive and deal with their disappointments or their relationship needs when the ratchet is only on like one or two or three where it's a little more manageable and then try to ratchet back down before it becomes explosive. So, um, but again, having said all that, I want you to know that um, 
I have five tips for parents that have children with a social uh, with the emotional solar plexus. And again, um, I, this yes, we need to teach the children how to deal with their big waves, but we also need to teach ourselves to be the sand on the shore. And um, so I really compare, think try to visualize myself as the sand on the shore when one of my children are having a big wave. I'll reference, I will drop a link to an Instagram post I made about how to deal, this, like five pro tips to dealing with someone else's big feeling. But I'll leave you with that for now. Please uh, drop a comment if you this episode was helpful to you. And I wish you the best. And hey, come sail away with me. Let's ride those waves.